Hi, this is Carolyn, and Aaron is here with me, and we are going to discuss tennis etiquette again because Aaron's friends named Tammy and Lynn asked so many great questions. Aaron and I are definitely not experts on this, but we both have played from 2.5 to 4.0, so we can tell you our experiences. So, Aaron, what was their next question? says, I play with people who don't say the score out loud or don't say it loud enough. It causes potential problems later if you need to dispute it. That is so true. So true. (laughs) So true. Yeah. We've talked about this on another podcast, but um, I can't remember what our topic was, but I remember a saying in this and it just happened to me in the last few days several times it doesn't bother me but it makes me giggle now because we've talked about it that oftentimes people don't call the score out when they are down on the score when they're actually maybe ser- when they're serving and they're serving and they're behind in the score that's when they don't tend to say it out loud yeah i i just don't understand that i always call the score um just out loud. Do you always call the score out loud? I always do too. I feel like it gets easier the higher the level you are. Um, Because I've played a lot of matches lately at city courts that because of COVID, they've taken down all the score um, devices, whether it's a peg, you know, whether it's like a ball um, scoring thing. And we've just all remembered it. And I, I remember at lower levels, I would always be confused on what the score was at all times. <laughs> so yeah, I, think it just I have to write easier. it down. I know that people can remember it, but <laughs> I cannot. I am yeah, not and good. S- and singles is a whole different ballgame. And I think that's probably why Lynn asked that question, because she plays a lot of tournaments where she primarily plays singles and so if you get into long round i mean you could get into a short rally and forget the score in singles just because there's so much to remember on your own um but yeah i do think that's a ongoing problem and um and i've had it a lot lately where people have not called the score out specifically when they're down they only call it out when they you know call it out loud and proud when they're (laughs) up yeah, they need, to, they need to call it out all the time. I think it just leads to so many yeah. problems when you don't call the score out loud. And I've even had it where someone was calling the score, but I couldn't hear it because the courts were noisy. And every time I tell them, like, I'm not questioning you on the score. Like, I think what you're calling is correct. I just can't hear you. Yes. I actually had a lady get really – I've had very, very, very few tennis fights in my eight plus years of playing. But I will say one of the biggest times that someone got upset with me was when I questioned her on the score a few times. And she thought that I was questioning the score. But what I was questioning was not being able to hear her, you right. know, a few times. And so she just got like livid with me. Right. So yeah, right. people she need to call it day. out loud. Call it out. loud. <laughs> she was having a bad day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Call it out loud. Yeah. And if they don't call it, ask them to call it. Yeah. Because especially in doubles, I find a lot of people don't call the score. And um, sometimes I don't say anything, but I'm going to start like so that everybody knows you need to call the score. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Some people have a serving routine. And so you don't really want to interrupt that. But oftentimes that serving routine is long and (laughs) it just needs to be said before they start that routine. I agree with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another question was about making sure that you, this is really, this one made me giggle because this used to happen a lot to me. Um, this says, um, what do you do? 
about making sure that your opponent is looking or at least aware that balls are being tossed to them. Sometimes my opponents just toss the ball across the court, but not necessarily in my direction, which she feels (laughs) is rude. And I actually very much agree with her. Although I will say a caveat to that is in college tennis and tournaments and all kinds of other levels, um, they just huck the balls over without, they don't care if anyone's looking or not. Like they just throw them over and it does not matter to them. And I don't think that they think it's rude, but when I watch matches that that happens, I feel like, well, that was kind of rude. They could have like at least made sure that their opponents were, you know, didn't have their back to them when they threw the ball over. Yeah. Have you had that happen? I don't think I've ever had it where someone's hit the ball over when I wasn't looking, or at least I don't remember that. I remember a number of times it used to bother me a little bit when um, people would not hand me the balls at the changeover. Um, They would just leave them randomly on the court for me to go pick up on the other side. But now with COVID, I kind of appreciate that. So I don't know. (laughs) That's a good point. I also used to think that was rude, but I also realize now that a lot of people do that um, because there isn't maybe a tray to put the balls on. Yes. Or they don't want to put them on a bench and have a mix in with something else or, but um, I have had it where someone has thrown several times has thrown it over to me or hit it, not thrown it, but like hit the ball over um, without me looking because they maybe had just lost their serve and they were mad. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've actually gotten not hit like hard at all, but just like when a ball, when you have your back turned and like a ball or two is flying at you and not like softly. And you know, like it now it kind of makes me, it used to make me mad, but now it kind of makes me laugh because now I'm like, oh, now I got him angry. Like (laughs) it's time to, (laughs) time to keep playing hard and like win this match. So, but, um, you know, everyone has a different personality. Some people just don't even really think about, whether they that's like they just don't think about it it's just their nature so real quick so calling balls out before it crosses the plane so what's the etiquette on that uh without reading the rules i would guarantee that the rule is you don't call the ball out until the ball is out or quote dead i guess um but i know a lot of people that get really upset when the ball is flying and they call it out before it's actually like even touched the baseline. Cause I play with a <laughs> lot of people too that have a lot of top spin that you think that ball is going to fly like five feet out and it lands yes. like inside the baseline. It's hard when you play someone that's doing that. Cause you're like, oh, is, are you sure that's out? Because you haven't yeah. waited to see. <laughs> so that can be hard. Um, I know you shouldn't call it out unless you see the space between the ball lands and the line, but it's just really important to wait until, you know, you see it cross the line, at least before trying to call it out, even if you think for sure it's going to go out. Because Aaron, I know I've played you a number of times where I think it's, I think it's your backhand where I was like, well, this ball this is flying because flying, it was like super high in the air, but it had a ton of top spin in and it would come down right on the line. Yeah. And I'm like, Yep, that's in. You know, I'm like getting ready to throw my finger out to be out. And then it lands right on the baseline. And not only does it do that, it lands on the baseline. It does like a funny spin because, you know, like it's hit right. the on clay court. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, it's in. Um, yeah, you just have to wait. It's hard because especially when you first start playing, you're like, oh, that ball's going to be out, out. Um, but it's really yeah. important to wait. Yeah, I agree. And actually 100%. see it out and actually see it out. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. 
Agreed. Okay, so the last one is, I actually like this one a lot, because I want to ask you how it pertains to basketball. So what about giving high fives or cheering that the fact that your opponent just made a mistake versus just have like just seeing a good point being played out? So I guess this could be either high-fiving your doubles partner or maybe someone sitting in the stands, it sounds like maybe. Like if someone cheers when another when the opposing team makes a mistake. Um, so I don't know. We don't really have cheering sections in our tennis, so. <laughs> but we have had local or emails from local coordinators at the beginning of usually probably all seasons, but especially spring because that's the, 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 um, season that matters for ratings. They have specifically said, you know, there are certain clubs that are rowdy. Please keep your crowds to a minimum and, you know, have good sportsmanship. Like they kind of remind our whole local area, which is gigantic to, you know, kind of keep it in check. But um, what's your feeling on that? I want to hear because my daughter plays volleyball and they actually cheer hard when their opponents make a mistake, like hit it into the net. It always made me feel really weird. Yeah. Like, do you cheer if someone double faults? Is the you know <laughs> something like that, and you know in tennis you're not allowed to do that. I just feel like tennis is a different sport because yeah. someone's shooting a free throw in basketball, all the fans are screaming, "Miss it!" Yes. Miss They're it! Holding up no signs one... on the end, yes. with like yes. ways to distract. They set the band at that end, yes. right? So that they... yeah, everybody's yeah, you know. So it's completely different. You know, nobody instead in tennis when someone's serving, everybody's like, everyone be as quiet, quiet. as possible. Yeah. It's so, so it's just a different sport, you know? Yeah. So, but I would I, say because of that, as part of the etiquette, don't cheer if your opponent misses yeah. a shot yeah. or if your opponent double faults. I would yeah. say absolutely do not do that um, because that's not the right etiquette for this sport. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it should change, but I think it's not there yet. But um, I've had people complain about like kids playing in the background or it's like, come on, there's got to be some noise in our sport you know sometimes I watch a lot of pro tennis and I think for instance in like fed cup which that's just getting more rowdy over the years anyway and they're doing that on purpose like I think they're trying to make college tennis have more not personality but like they're talking about bringing in like cowbells and like cheering sections and stuff now with college tennis and not making it such a you know quiet sport kind of like golf like there's no like huge cheers when someone misses a putt you know <laughs> yes yes <laughs> but um but i think that people over time are trying to change tennis yes um and i think in pro i'm trying to think of like pro doubles matches i mean they they high five or you know give their partner a you know a high five or a racket tap or whatever when their opponents do make mistakes because they're thankful to win that point but it's not like a cheer it's not like right. a full-on chest bump you know because someone just <laughs> hit a volley out or sailed a ball you know to the back fence right you know tennis is a really interesting sport and the etiquette of it is interesting too because you do you know you get used to okay no one cheers when someone makes a mistake and then you get to states and people are cheering when they're, the rest of their teammates cheer when you make a mistake. And you do get mad. So, yeah. And you're like, That's that actually, shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. That's a really good point. At States, it's like everybody's there, you know. And it's not just your team. It's your opponent's teams. And it's teams scouting you out, Think you know, if they're going to play you later. And I mean, there's a lot of 
chaos going on. Um, but I think maybe that's a good reason to kind of make our local leagues a little bit more chaotic because if you do go to those, you know, those tournaments, the state tournaments and beyond, I'm sure the sectionals and nationals are even more so. I think it's, right. you know, you kind of have to train yourself into being under maybe not so optimal conditions. Yeah. Or have people cheer when you miss. So, <laughs> yes. We're just going to start doing that when we practice. <laughs> yes. Every time I miss Aaron, start cheering. <laughs> yes. That'll be fun. <laughs> I really had a lot of fun discussing this topic with Aaron. We wanted to thank Tammy from Colorado and Lynn from California for sending us questions. If you guys have any other questions or if you disagreed with anything we said, please let us know. You can message us on our Facebook page, which is Second Serve Podcast, or email us at secondservetennis at yahoo.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Mm-hmm.